Lord thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. So let's look at that chapter again. That should be Genesis chapter 38. Chapter 38 of Genesis. Can you help me on the from the media? Genesis 38 and verse 15. Genesis 38, 15. Quickly. Genesis 38, 15 says, When Judah saw her, he thought her to be an alert because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way and said, Go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee. For he knew not that she was his daughter. By the way, look at the phrase. That's not where I'm going, but let me point this out. Look at the phrase that is often used when there's going to be a sexual encounter. And he went in unto her. Let me come in unto you. So, uh, you discover that when you have a sexual relationship with someone outside of marriage, you are inviting that person to come into your life with all of his troubles, affliction, lineage problem, and every other thing. And that is why they say that sex is spiritual and that there is exchange of spirits. So, you look at the word he used, let me come in unto thee. It's like you create access for that person and you open up your destiny to be accessed by that individual. It becomes even more complicated and intense when you have multiple sexual partners that you open yourself to and you say, you can come in unto me as a lady. So we need to take note of that, that uh, sexual relationship is not what God wants for us as children of God. What God wants is that sexual relationship should be kept within the sanctity of marriage. So we need to understand that perspective. But that's not where I'm going. So let's go on here. It says, and she said, what will thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? Can you see? It's an access. It's an opening. It's an invitation. Sex is, sex is not a five-minute encounter. Like some people call it one-night stand. No, it's beyond that. It's like an eternity stand. Because every sexual relationship has some eternal significance at the end of the day, especially when it has to do with disobedience. So one person coming unto you, that person creates a permanent residence in your life with all these troubles and afflictions. Are you following me here? All right. So look at the next verse. And he said, <clears throat> in verse 17, and he said, I will send thee a kid from the flock. And she said, will thou give me a pledge till thou will send the kid? And he said, what pledge shall I give thee? And she said, thy signet, thy bracelets, and thy staff that is in thy hand. And he gave it to her, and he came in unto her, and she conceived by him. Alright. So, verse 18 is where we are concentrating on. Verse 18. No, go back to verse 18. Now, she asked for three things. Signet, bracelet, and staff. May I submit to us today? You see, if you are married, says it's beautiful. Come on, say, if you are married, says it's beautiful. If you are unmarried and you have a sexual relationship, it's a negotiation. 
Always. Something is being lost. Something is leaving. Something is being accessed. Something is being invited. So he says, <clears throat> Signet, bracelet, staff. And he gave it to her. No argument. And then came in onto her and she conceived. What are the significance of this thing? Every sexual encounter you have, no matter how brief, outside of marriage, there's always a negotiation and there's always an exchange. Three things will live your life when you compromise. Yes, thank God for Jesus. When you give your life to Jesus or you repent or you come to a point of repentance and you turn back and you ask God and you pray, yes, there can be restoration. But a continual you know, stubborn posture to compromising sexually all the time, you are, you are relinquishing these three things from your life. And these three things are so important to your advancement, to your success in life. The first one is the signet. The signet is like a ring. It's like a seal, a mark of authority. That is what it means. So in those days, if kings were sending, if they were to send a very important message, they would attach their signet to the message. When that message gets to the other king there, there is no argument. He knows it's from the king because of the signet. Are you following me? Every time there's a sexual compromise, fornication, adultery, your authority is gone. You don't have voice again in the realm of the spirit. Your voice becomes muted. You pray in the Holy Ghost, but it's empty. Your signet, your authority is gone at every instance of a sexual sin. People don't know this. So, you are always thinking of here. You don't think of the significance of heaven. You don't think of eternity. You don't think of offending God. When Mrs. Potiphar wanted to sleep with Joseph... Joseph no, no, said, no, i got to run away. How can you do this evil against God? No, I'm not doing this. And if Joseph had slept with Mrs. Potiphar, hear me and hear me, he would never have become a prime minister. His signet will have gone. He will have lost that position in destiny. A lot of people don't know what they are losing by the day through sexual compromise. You have no idea. Thank God for a God that can recompense, that can reward, that can restore, and that can bring back all you have lost. When you repent and stop what you are doing, but when you continue in it, you repent today and then go back tomorrow. You repent today and go back tomorrow. What are you doing? You are relinquishing your signet, your authority. You no longer have a voice in the realm of the spirit. Little, little demons will affect you, chase you up and down, give you a lot of trouble. Appear to you as a masquerade in the dream. You that you are a child of God. That is what sexual sin does. Signet will be gone. The next thing there was bracelet. Bracelet is for beauty. It's to beautify. It's, 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 it's an instrument of dignity. Bracelet are often worn on the, on, the, on the hand or around the neck. If you read the book of Proverbs, Liking the bracelet. He said, said, let the word of God be on your neck like a bracelet is to your neck. So bracelet is like 
something of beauty. And every time there's a sexual compromise, your beauty in the realm of the spirit is tampered with. Are you following me here? See, in the realm of the spirit, you are covered with God's glory. The glory of God is over you. And that glory is evident to anybody from the realm of the spirit. That glory is protection, is provision, is increase, is prosperity. The, the Hebrew word for glory in the Old Testament is dogza. And the literal meaning is heavy. That's what it means, heavy. Do you notice when you see a beautiful car or a brand new car pass? When you say, wow, you say, wow, that car is heavy. What you're actually saying is, there's some glory there. Now, the glory of God beautifies you in the realm of the Spirit as a child of God. And every time you go the way of Judah, Mazi Judah, you relinquish your bracelet. You relinquish your bracelet. Beauty in the realm of the Spirit is stamped with. And when your beauty is tampered with the physical or you feel you are not well dressed or you are not appearing beautiful, no makeup, no hairdo. What happens to you in the realm of the physical? Your self-esteem is low. Your confidence is shaken. You, you really don't want some people to see you as you are walking. You are not well dressed. Something is wrong with your beauty. You are not appearing well. You are not dressed well. No makeup, no hairdo. You don't want to see important people. You just want to take some corner corner to go and do what you want to do. Why? Because you are not in the fullness of your beauty. On the other hand, assuming you are well dressed, well packaged, you want to walk confidently where everybody will see you to appreciate the beauty. But if you are not well dressed, maybe you didn't have time or some emergency happened and then you have to run out and you are not lo- really looking beautiful. You don't even have your, this thing on, what do you call it, wig or whatever you call it. You don't have it on, it's your, it's your normal air. You really don't want anybody to see you. You are, you are not confident of your appearance at such times. That is exactly what happened in the realm of the spirit when your bracelet is gone. You are no longer confident in the realm of the spirit. Whereas in the book of Hebrews, it says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace to, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to, for help in time of need. In other words, in approaching God, you need some level of boldness. When that beauty is gone, boldness goes with it. And what happens is that you lose your confidence in God your faith life is affected. Believing God for stuff is affected. And it just kind of affects everything. The Bible says the righteous, they are as bold as a lion. But when you are unrighteous, you are as fearful as anything. So you want to make sure you don't give your bracelets to one guy or to one lady in some heat of five minutes passion. Are you listening to me here this morning? Signet, bracelet, and then staff. Staff is about the most important thing because with your staff, you use it to work. It's a support system. When your staff is not in your hand, you, your steps are wobbled. The Bible says the path of the righteous shine brighter and brighter on the perfect days. That's what it says. When your staff is not there, re- remember Psalm 23, that your staff and your what? They comfort me. So your comfort is off when the staff is off. And these are the three major things that go in the, in the event of a sexual compromise. You let go of three most important areas of your life. Confusion enters the soul. And if you are not careful, the devil keeps you at that zone. And you know, three, four, five years is gone and then you are just swimming. 
in the bond of iniquity. You come back to say, I'm not, I don't really think Christianity is working. I'm giving in church, but nothing is coming in. But you forget, your signet is gone, which is your seal. Your voice is muted. You pray in the Holy Ghost, it doesn't pass through the, the, room of, the roof of your house. The signet is gone. Bracelet is gone. Confidence is, 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 is stripped off. You're no longer confident in what you are saying. You are fearful. Every time you are just fearful. Wake up in the middle of the night and you are sweating. Because of one dream. And you are wondering, I'm supposed to be a child of God. Why am I fearful? Why am I scared? Why am I afraid? What was going on? See, the bracelets are gone. In the realm of the spirit. When the staff is gone, you begin to lean. I mean, sorry, limp. You are limping in the realm of the spirit. Your steps are, not, are no longer ordered. The Hebrew word for sin is chitar. What it means is to miss the mark. Okay, because what it means in destiny is that we are all in a race, according to the book of Hebrews, we are all in a race and we are walking like this. When you sin, you miss the mark that God has placed for you and you step out of that mark and that is the problem. In the mark or in the path that God has cut for you in destiny, it's a place of favor, of increase, of advancement, of answered prayers, of beautiful things that God has, you know, prepared for you. The moment you chitar, you miss the mark, and you step out of that path, wrong things begin to happen. So my challenge to us this morning, it's a very brief message, my challenge to us this morning is very simple. That you come to a place in your life where you say no compromise. That is it. That is the call. As a lady, as a guy, if you know you are sexually active and you are constantly falling into one or two sexual sins, you need to come into a place and say, no more, no more, no more. And listen to me, you can do it. Don't let the devil tell you it's not possible. And don't let the devil tell you you are too far gone. You slept with 15 guys. Slept with 17 ladies. You, you, are, you are too far gone. There is no hope of redemption. But you know, the Bible says it's able to save us to the uttermost. In other words, in God, nobody is too far gone. Remember the thief on the cross. The first one said, you call yourself Jesus. Save yourself and save us. The other one said, why would you do that? This man is innocent. He's not as guilty as we are. And in that moment, a thief on the cross. There was no time for water baptism. There was no time for him to be led to Jesus Christ. There was no time to preach the gospel. He said, today you will meet me in paradise. That is how quick the work of grace can be. But the work of grace in our life is not an excuse for us to stay in sin. No. Grace does not give you license to continue sin and say, well, by grace, by grace, grace covers. Grace covers nothing. What grace does is to bring you to a place of forgiveness, a place of mercy, a place of decision where you say, I'm not going to compromise again. Listen to me, the pressure is intense. You all know it. In this generation, the pressure is intense. But you've got to make up your mind. Like I've made up my mind. I'm a pastor. Do I have pressures? Yes. Because I'm a human being. Will I compromise? I'm not going to. Why? I make up my mind. You can make up your mind as well. Are you following me? Regardless of what the past has been like, Abuse? Mm-hmm. 
No, you are not the only one that has been abused in the past. Sexually, uh, 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 somebody took advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You are not the only one. Oh, my parents didn't have matters. My dad was promiscuous. I saw with so many women, so I grew up in it. It's not an excuse either. You have your generation to produce. And you can define what you want to happen in your lineage from now. Are you following me? Let me show you one man that redefined his lineage. And said, I will not continue in this trend. I'm going to make a change. Let me show you. And then we're going to pray from there. And then I will share one or two things on protection. Alright. The story of Jabez is in, is it First Chronicles or Second Chronicles? Is it First or Second Chapter 4? I think it should be First Chronicles. I think it should be First Chronicles. Yeah, First Chronicles Chapter 4. Can you give it to us? First Chronicles Chapter 4 verse 1. Verse 1. First Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 1. Alright, beautiful. We're going to read media. You follow us. I'm reading from the, from, the, uh, from the projection as well. Can we read together? I want to go. The sons of Judah, Pharez, Ezron, Kami, Hor, Shobah, verse 2, and Rehiah, the son of Shobah, begat Jahat. Jahat begat Ahumai and Lahad. They are the family of Zorata. Verse 3. And these were of the father of Etam, Jezri, Ishma, Idbash, and the name of their sister, Azeleleponi. Ah. Verse 4. And Penwe, the father of Gedor. Wait, wait, wait. Are you not getting bored? This lineage is boring. All of all of this lineage, the only significance is the mention of their name. What did they do? We don't know. Because nothing significant happened. In the scripture, there is nothing significant. That's how the Bible just mentioned the name. Ezalelepony, the father of Katataphony. Boring lineage. Nothing significant. No impact. These are the sons of all, the first one of Ephrata, and their choice of name, the father of Bethlehem. How can you name somebody Bethlehem? Go to the next verse, that's five. And Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Nara. Mm-hmm. Nara bear him Aruzam, and Epha, Temeni, and Ashtari. These were the sons of Nara, Uluwao. And the sons of Ela were Zeret, Jezoa, Etna. Okay. That's it. And Kos, Behai. You see, if you need name for your children, <laughs> this is our inspiration. And Kos begat all of you that say, I like Hebrew name, I like Hebrew name. Take your choice. And Kos. Begat Anu and Zobe Bakilo De and the families of Ahiel, the son of Arun. Verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable. One person chose to redefine that lineage. That you will not just mention my name. 
And you will see the reason why their names have just been mentioned. It's, 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 it's an interesting story. But look at what happened here. And Jabez was more honorable than all these people who have been mentioning Alelezoni. It's not about the length of the name. If you like, name yourself Alexandra. If you don't pray, if you don't connect to God, nothing is going to Alexandra. Are you following me? Honorable than his brethren and his mother called his name what? Jabez because I bear him with soul. That is not a good idea for somebody to be called brother soul. You go and propose to a lady. The, the lady is jailing for you. Say, ah, by the way, what's the name? He said, my name is brother Adano. Brother Soro. You really don't, you, you say, I'm coming. And that's the end of that conversation. That is the name, that is guy's name. Who knows whether the woman died at childbirth or whatever happened. The Bible didn't tell us. But look at verse 10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Enlarge my course, and that your hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And what? God did not even consider it. That, who are you? Okay, let's sit down. Let's have a meeting. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. And God did what? And God did what? God answered him. Because one man decided to change the story of that lineage. One man decided to say, you, are, you will not just mention my name. You will use about three verses to explain my life. You cannot just mention my name in the middle of one verse and then go on. No. And that is what you need to do as a family man right now or as someone becoming a family man very soon. If you are a man here, you are going to be a family man soon. You are going to have children. If you are a lady here, you are going to marry very soon. You are going to have children. Adulthood is already screaming at you. Even if you are 19, it doesn't really matter. It's screaming at you. This decade, all of you here will be married. All of you here. This decade. This is 2020. Abby, if you are in undre level, 2020. By 2023, you are out of school. 2024, you serve. 2025, you start working in the United Nations. 2026, you bring wife home. Is that not so? 2027, junior comes. 2028, second junior. 2030. So, there is a possibility, a hundred level student now. Now. In this decade, by 2030, has three children that is paying school fees for. Are you following me? So, there is a decision you need to make and that decision is to change the story in your lineage. That whatever it has been like, whatever has been an issue in my family, it doesn't have to continue in my life. I bring it to a point of termination. I put a stop to this trend that I see in my family. The Bible says that God called upon, and Jabez called upon the Lord God. And God granted his request. My request to us this morning is very simple. Some of us have our signet staff and bracelet intact. Some of us have let go of signet bracelets. 
remaining the staff. Some the staff is gone, bracelet is gone, remaining the signet. Some the three are gone. Wherever you find yourself this morning, there is a grace of God. Are you following me? That not only forgives, but will restore. And that is the God I'm introducing to you today. I'm not going to ask anybody to come out, but I just wanted to make a decision. The anointing of God upon this ministry, particularly, is a relationship. Living a healthy relationship life, living free of sin, sexual sins. So if you connect to that grace, God's grace will work for you and avail for you. Are you following me? I had a courtship of three years. When a student environment, the pressure, the pressure was intense. But God kept me. Never had sex with my wife until wedding. So anybody can do that. It's a decision you have to make. It's a decision. I'm here to challenge anybody who's been sexually active. For you to know that you don't have to you don't have to disguise yourself on the road for Judah in order to have a fulfilling family life. No. You don't have to go and sit down somewhere the realm of the spirit dressed like an adult because you want the attention of Judah and you want to be integrated back into family life no you don't have to compromise to start a family no no you don't have to be Tamar you are a child of God there's no need for disguise there's no need to wear some mask. There's a plan of God for your life. Relationship-wise, business, career, purpose. There's a plan of God. And the most beautiful thing is cooperating with God. Just cooperate with Him. Just say, Lord, I cooperate with you. Whatever you want to do with my life. I've been trying to run it myself. But I see it's frustrating. I want, I want to cooperate with you, Spirit of God. I want to stop all sexual sins. I need you to help me. Talk to God. Talk to God and I'm going to pray for you. Nobody's going to come out. I'm going to pray for you where you are. But talk to God. Talk to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, there's somebody here that I see in the realm of the spirit. The problem you have began stepped out from abuse. Abuse from an uncle. There's another person abused from a cousin. And there's yet another guy. Some abuse from an elder sister. Not of the same parents. 
and from that point your sexuality was awakened and it's as if nobody can hold you I want you to talk to God there's help in him today you need to take your signal back you need to get back your voice you need to get back your authority in God you need to snatch back your staff from the pit of hell you've been limping all the while you've been limping today you are hot tomorrow you are down even so your finances have been limping never stable it's because the staff is gone you can take that staff back he said let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need obtain mercy right now take back your staff take back your bracelet your beauty is restored your dignity in God restored Take back your signet. You that you knew you were called before. And right now, both the call and everything is nowhere because of compromise. You that you knew the hand of the Lord is upon you. But sexual compromise has relegated you to the back. This morning, you are getting out of it by the grace of God. Mango Zikrini Subalazia. Talk to God. Talk to God. Ah, there's somebody here. When you first gave your life to Jesus, you were on fire for God. You were seeking the face of God. You were going after Him. Or the story is different today because of compromise. Take back your staff. Take back the signets. Take back your bracelets. And let a new life begin. Let a new day begin. Talk to God. And ask God for restoration as I pray with you. Restoration. Of all that has been lost on the bed of compromise, the bed of fornication, on the bed of adultery, all that has been lost, take them back. Take them back. Restoration, Lord. Spirit of God, Spirit of restoration, angels of restoration, do your work in the lives of your children.
Thank you, precious Holy Spirit of God. Can we all be standing? So I pray for you this morning. Stand up, everybody. Lift your hands before God. I'm going to pray for you. One minute. Everybody, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. My God and my Father, I pray for everybody this morning. Under the sound of my voice and under your grace and your anointing. And I declare everything that is lost in your life is restored in the name of Jesus. The signet is handed back to you in the name of Jesus. The bracelets are returned back to you in the name of Jesus. And the staff is handed over into your hands in the name of Jesus. From today, your authority is restored. Your seal is established. Your voice in the realm of the spirit will be high. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your beauty is restored. Your dignity is restored. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your staff is returned back to you. Your steps will no longer be wobbled. In the name of Jesus. Your support system is established. In the name of Jesus. Even for those who are married, I pray for you. For every issue in the past. Every error in the past. Every past mistake. In the past, that is still stretching forth his hands like a monster into the future. We put a stop to such in the name of Jesus. And I declare today there is restoration for you. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has been in your past that is slowing you down today in relationship or marriage. They are removed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you lift your hands and appreciate God? Appreciate God. Bless his holy name. Go ahead and thank him. Thank him for the restoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody say, Let's be seated. God bless you. This is the end of the message. We believe you've been blessed. Join us at Shouts of Grace Center on Sundays and Wednesdays at Joker Plaza, Ibadan. God bless you.